Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. Welcome to today's episode of Wisdom Talk Radio. My guest today, Ken Honda, is joining us from Tokyo, Japan. And I particularly love Japan. It was a place that as I was there, I thought I could live here. And while I never have, um, I did get to spend a fair bit of time years ago in the holy city of Koyasan. And it was a transformative time for me. Ken asks quite a provocative question. Is your money smiling? And if you want to know what he means by that, and meet one of the foremost experts on the relationship between wisdom, happiness, and money, stay tuned. And I'm particularly excited about welcoming Ken because growing up in my family, money was, mm, I'll just say this, and it's, it's bigger than this, it was a difficult thing. And uh, the relationship with money had came fraught with all sorts of situations. So I have a personal vested interest in, in what I suspect Ken will share with us today. And I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and founder of The Baca Journey, fast-track technology for your co-creative power. For visionaries, innovators, company founders, and product de designers, optimize your ability to create more in less time and enjoy every minute of it. Money and happiness expert, Ken Honda, is a best-selling self-improvement author in Japan, with book sales surpassing 7 million copies since 2001. His latest book is called Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. Ken's financial expertise comes from owning and managing several businesses, including an accounting company, a management consulting firm, and a venture, venture capital corporation. His writings bridge the topics in a beautiful way, and that's my insert, <laughs> of finance and self-help, focusing on creating and generating personal wealth and happiness through deeper self-honesty. Welcome, Ken. I am so thrilled to have you here. Thank you, Laurie. I'm so excited to be here, and I'm, I feel so honored to be able to spend time with you. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. And I, you. Thank you. So I, I, I just want to kind of dive in, and, and we have to start somewhere because I have a lot of, of things that I'd love to be able to address with you. Yes. Um, what's the difference in your mind between happy money and un unhappy money? Yes. There are two kinds of money in the world. <laughs> Money that makes you feel joy and also uh, happy when you when you receive it, when you give it. And also at the same time, there's money that uh, makes you feel uh, guilty, feel frustrated when you receive it, and also when you spend it. You know, most of us, unfortunately, live in the circulation of unhappy money. Um, so when we receive a check or money from somebody, we feel like, uh, you know, and also at the same time, when we have to pay taxes, bills, <laughs> and something on the food, even we feel like, ooh, you know, I don't want to let go of money because it, that makes us feel insecure. Mm. So all those negative emotions attached—that's unhappy money. 
and all the money you receive in joy, abundance, that's happy money. And uh, my uh, vision is to create more smiling, happy money in the world. Mm-hmm. And therefore, smiling, happy people in the world, because as we feel yes. that sense of, of, great, of gratefulness, of gratitude, that changes everything, doesn't it? Yes. And the key is uh, to appreciate what you have. And it doesn't really matter how much you make or how much you have. Because I've seen, uh, I've met uh, many uh, millionaires, billionaires, and some of them, I don't say, I wouldn't say most of them, uh, some of them are very unhappy. And also, I met people who just uh, grow their own food, very little cash, but they are in bliss. So, yes. you know, I've, as I have studied um, um, millionaires, and also I have studied happy people. Mm-hmm. That's why I have been teaching how to be happy and uh, in financially independent uh, for the past 20 years. What do you mean by financial independence? Financial independence means both uh, emotionally and also financially. So you have enough money in your bank or enough means to support you financially and also at the same time emotionally free. That means uh, money comes freely and money goes freely. So you don't try and hold on to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, because you know, um, I have not, uh, not much worries about money because I know money will come to me uh, when I lose everything. I don't have any debt, so it's not realistic. But if I uh, say if I lost everything, I have more than 50 friends to count on. So every week, I'll stay with my friend number one. And then, <laughs> and after 50 weeks, I can come back to my friend number one. That's right. I can live for the rest of my life that way. So and I'm not worried because I have enough, enough knowledge about money. I have enough network. So even though I have zero money in my bank account, I'm not worried. So that's the attitude I'm talking about. Yeah. I hear in that uh, something fundamental, fundamentally important, and I don't know if you talk about this or not, and that is trust. It's like mm-hmm. trust in trust in the universe. Yes. And, and my sense is uh, uh, more down to earth. Trust that somebody will help you. <laughs> because, ah, okay. Because, okay. you know, uh, if you have enough friends, like even five friends who, uh, who will do anything for you, mm-hmm. you know, they will not let you fall. Mm. And if you don't have uh, uh, five, five friends who are, who are that way, mm-hmm. if you don't have uh, friends like that, you're in trouble, not in terms of money, mm-hmm. but as, as life, you know, your life is not as rich as you think. Mm-hmm. Even, mm-hmm. Just imagine two people one person with uh, millions of dollars in the bank, uh, but no friends. And the other one, not much money in the bank, but a lot of friends. Yes. Now, which life could be more joy? Yes. Which life? And, and then it, it brings to the question, it brings you to the question of which life would you choose? And the yes. people that would choose, uh, well, I still want all that money. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't see them being very happy. Yes. And unfortunately, uh, in all, almost all the industrialized world, we are so individualistic. Yes. You know, we think like uh, since we're small, we are supposed to take the examination by ourselves. You know, mm. we couldn't do with teams. You know, 
I'm going to do with Bob or I'm going to do with that. And Stephanie, you know, you cannot mm-hmm. do that. You have to do on your own. Yeah. And then somehow we have this bad habit of doing everything on our own. And then we are so good at uh, helping other people, but we're so bad at uh, accepting support or just asking for help. Yes. So that's why we are so focusing on how much uh, money I have in my account. Well, that's interesting, that whole thing about asking, because I, I mentioned in the beginning about how difficult money was in my family growing up. And I know one of the patterns that I had early on was I couldn't ask anybody else for help. I, mm-hmm. I had to do everything myself and I yes. assumed I could. Yes. But it was, it was that same kind of connected mindset. Mm-hmm. And Laurie, what's important is because um, everything we do carries some kind of emotions, um, asking for help, that gives us embarrassment, mm-hmm. also shame. And a lot of emotions are bringing up. Mm-hmm. So when, we, when we, we, we know we need help, but we can ask for one because we feel ashamed. We feel embarrassed that we are in financial trouble. We're in health and we have health issues. You know, um, the fact that you got sick or the fact that you got laid off has nothing to do with you. But at the same time, we feel so embarrassed. We, if we, we feel so much shame about not having money, not having a job, and then, and, and therefore, we cannot, we're not worthy of asking for help. Mm. But that's exactly when you're supposed to ask for help. Right. So that's what I'm teaching. You know, I'm mm-hmm. teaching about happy money, but at the same time, I'm teaching about this attitude shift that you need to be connected with other people. That is my message. Okay. So you're really teaching about community and collaboration Mm -hmm. and co-creation. Yes. And I think that's where we need to um, step in for, you know, in this 21st century. If all of us on this planet are me, 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 that's why we have this global um, climate issue. You know, um, Mm -hmm. like last month, we had so much rain, 21 days consecutive. It's like a you know, rainforest kind of rain. And <laughs> yes. I've watched CNN in, in California. There's a lot of, lots of wildfire. You know, mm-hmm. I, I wish we could import, export all the rain to California. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, a lot of stuff is happening because we've messed up our environment thinking that we can do anything we want as a human species. And not so, and, and being disconnected from that greater yes, collective, yes, if you will. Yes. And then once we know we are connected with other people, and also we are connected uh, both spiritually and uh, financially, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's like scientific fact, mm-hmm. like our uh, yens and euros and, uh, you know, mar- uh, all the other currencies, dollars are connected. And also our internet is connected but we pretend as if we have nothing to do with it. You know, so, so it's almost like a teenager saying, you know, um, I didn't ask you to give, my, give me birth <laughs> to, <laughs> right. to, to his mother, right? right. So we're all connected. Mm-hmm. So once we know we're connected, you know, we, we have to sort of live, or at least we have a choice of living that we are all on, on the same, same level or we, we live in the same village. It's interesting. This might sound very far out to you. It sounds kind of far out to me, 
But that idea of interrelationship and interconnection, I think, goes to the heart of this is where it gets kind of a little woo woo. It's um, okay. The fires in California and the rains in Japan. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if somehow we recognized the truth of our own interconnectedness, I feel like some of that would start to shift. Mm-hmm. Does that make any sense to you? Yes, it does. But because we come from the culture that, that we feel without communicating with words. Mm-hmm. So once we, uh, and I've created a lot of miracles, or at least I have witnessed a lot of miracles mm-hmm. among my students, um, that once their minds shift, a lot of interesting thing, things happen. Yeah. And uh, I think climate is easily changed if all of us pray for rain, all of mm-hmm. us pray for something else. And I've seen that, uh, this is not scientific, but I've, uh, from my experiences, a lot of miracles can happen once uh, uh, enough people are connected. Yes. And yeah, then so. I don't really think they're even miracles. I think they're part mm-hmm. of how how physics works, but we right. just haven't really opened to that recognition. Right. Maybe after 50 years, people Maybe. will figure it out. Yes. But I'm not interested in just proving something. I'm just, yeah. um, I'm just sharing what works. And I've, mm-hmm. I've had 20 years of experience of dealing with happy money, Mm-hmm. And I realized that the key is appreciation. So when money comes in, you appreciate your money. Arigato, your money. And when, when money goes out, goes out of your life, you know, when you spend money, mm-hmm. also appreciate it. So I call it arigato in, arigato out. Oh, I love and, that. Yes. Yes. And once you're in this attitude, you start appreciating other things like your family members, uh, your partner, and your parents, kids, neighbors, uh, colleagues, clients, boss, all the people you are involved with. Mm-hmm. And then once you start appreciating, what's interesting is what appreciate appreciates. Yes. So you tend to attract a bigger opportunities, more clients, because your energy is bigger. Mm-hmm. And then um, if you, uh, you know, when you like yourself, people like you more. Ah, yes, yes indeed. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm feeling that what you're, I'm feeling what you're saying, really, because when we shut down and we get tight about, well, either feeling guilty about what's coming in or not being willing or wanting to let go of something to pay a bill and not appreciating that ability that we can pay it, there's a tightness in the body, you know, mm-hmm. that, that really sets in. And when there's that kind of tightness, what, what you're really doing is disconnecting from the potential, mm-hmm. the potentiality of, the, of yes. the universe or of, you know, the person standing behind you in the coffee shop talking to you and saying, oh, well, yeah, I'd really like to be your next client. Mm-hmm. You shut yes. down from and those kind of possibilities. Yes. And even if you work in a, a corporate environment, one of my students is a secretary Mm-hmm. And she didn't um, get paid well. As that's why she kept comp- complaining about her situation. Mm-hmm. But she realized then that uh, she didn't have a college degree. But then um, she thought it this way. Oh, wow. I, I, I've kept complaining about this situation. But I should appreciate more because he hired me even though I had, I had no college degree. And he just said thank you so many times. But I didn't listen. So she started this um, appreciation exercise in her way. 
you know, just bringing coffee for him, just saying thank you. And obviously he, he realized that there's a shift. Mm-hmm. And then she got a big raise after a few weeks. Oh, without even asking for it. Yes, because obviously the way, her attitude of appreciation mm-hmm. must have triggered in him that he has to do the same thing. And this time, financial reward. So what's interesting is that um, if even if you work in a corporate environment, you could get a raise. And if you are on your own or freelance, your financial situation changes in in, in matter of weeks by just saying arigato your money. Mm-hmm. And so I just um, um, give your, uh, ask yourself to give it a shot. Just arigato your money all the time. And it's fun when you yes. pay bills, say arigato or thank you or danke or mm-hmm. whatever your language is. Um, just feel uh, how it, w- what it's like. And then once you start appreciating paying the bills, you know, it, it could sound so crazy. But uh, just imagine that because of the tax you're paying, all the roads are paved, the bridges are being rebuilt, paying for the you know, uh, school and all the other thing. I know there's a lot of ways, but that's how government, government works everywhere. That's <laughs> so right. It's part, of the, right. it's part of the deal. Yes. If you have to pay anyways, just you can do that with appreciation. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Ken. And, and for those of you who are not realizing what Ken is saying about arigato in and arigato out, is he's saying thank you in and thank you out. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, um, and, and so you talk a lot about, um, about money or I, about money and um, what we could call love or fear as a response mm-hmm. to. Yes. How does that, how does that, lead us to being able to create a more abundant, loving relationship with money? Yeah, I said uh, there's two kinds of money, uh, happy money and unhappy money. Mm-hmm. And once again, it's uh, you can look at it this way, love money or fear money. Mm. You know, love money uh, brings you joy. Love money just um, gives people hope. So the dollar you're spending every day, is it creating fear? Or is it creating love? And the money you receive, do you receive it with love or fear? Yeah. That's another way of looking at it. And, uh, and in, in communication, as Dr. George Jampolsky said, uh, he's the author of Love is Letting Go of Fear. Uh, I think love and fear are like two sides of the coins. Uh, they coexist at the same time. Mm-hmm. And you have a choice. Um, you can choose love or fear. And, uh, but uh, with your choice, there comes a consequence that uh, if you keep lo- choosing uh, fear, you keep uh, creating fear. And if you keep choosing love, you keep creating uh, love in your field. Yes. So your choice uh, appreciates. So that's another way of looking at it. If you are making money with fear, you will probably uh, spend uh, money with fear. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and then start worrying about all the situation. Yeah. Or if you uh, receive money with love, uh, spend love, uh, spend money with love, you probably trust more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's your choice. It, it's I love that. Yes, it, it is our choice how mm-hmm. we choose to be with it. Yes. And it's, you know, and some of that is patterned. Uh huh. But then we have to become conscious and realize what our patterns are, so that we can start to shift those. 
Mm-hmm. Do you have some ways that you recommend to people to about how they can shift their their own patterns as they become aware of them to, yes. to bring in that love rather than the fear? Yeah. So each time you receive money, just see how you feel. Mm-hmm. Most of us are very numb. You know, we don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a interesting marketing company that uh, videos everybody who 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 are paying at the register. You know, and then uh, the more ex- more expensive the, uh, the the thing they they buy, mm-hmm. they come like you know no face, <laughs> because you don't you don't go um, uh, yeah you know at the very expensive like boutique like you know uh, Chanel or mm-hmm. Louis Vuitton, mm-hmm. they wouldn't go like oh I bought this Chanel you know like they're oh here's my credit card mm-hmm. and then yeah no emotions, <laughs> so I'm not sure they're happy inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kind of uh, suppress the feeling because it's kind of embarrassing, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. You buy something expensive. So we suppress emotions or uh, we might feel like, oh, is this too much? You know, you feel fear. So just each time you transact money, just just check how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Is a fun feeling or is it a good feeling? So it's up to you. I just had this experience last week um, where we bought a new dishwasher uh-huh. and uh, and really, I was really excited about it. We had been looking uh-huh. forward to it and we got the model we wanted and all of that. And I mentioned it to my brother and I happened to mention to him which brand it was. Uh-huh. And now, my brother has plenty of money. Uh-huh. He's created uh, He's created for himself and he's done very uh-huh. well. But his response to me was, ooh, that's a very expensive model. Mm. And it had judgment in it. And it had a feeling of you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, and, and I had to take a breath and, you know, realize that that's, that's his thing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to take that on. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, some wealthy people have interesting attitude, you know, uh, negative attitude for expensive for expensive things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's uh, it's because of the the fear. Your brother may have fear yes. about spending because of uh, his childhood. Mm-hmm. And share. So instead of saying, "Oh, my brother, I hate you," you know, I can say, "Oh, my brother had the same pain." You know, exactly. God bless, send him love, mm-hmm. and uh, if you could hug him next time, because mm-hmm. uh, he were like your buddies, you know, going through the war. Right, right. Yes. So, so we have a lo- lot of uh, money issues in our family too. I call it family wounds and mm-hmm. money wounds. And I have a brother and a sister. Uh, I often talk about my childhood with, with them. It's one of my healing moments. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we fight, but uh, most of the time uh, we cry together. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. my father was abusive. And even though we had money, uh, there wasn't much um, safety in her, uh, in her house. So, but anyway, so, you know, if you could, um, change your attitude toward money, um, your life will shift dramatically. Well, you've been, you've been demonstrating that I think in everything you've been teaching, but certainly in your own life as well. And, um, and I'm wondering if from your perspective, you believe or sense that there is a spiritual aspect to money. Mm -hmm. I think of money is energy. Yes. So um, I've witnessed uh, for the past 
uh, 20 years um, since I started teaching. And also I've, uh, I started observing people when I was like 10. So I have like 40 years of career doing wow. this, you know, so, uh, and I can say that uh, um, something in you will grow bigger with money. So if you're a good person, uh, you'll be a super good person with money. If you're a vicious, mean, cold person, you'll be colder, more mean, and, mm. you know, more um, aloof people uh, mm. with money. So uh, money is like a magnifier. It brings out the best in you. It brings out the worst in you. Oh, that's a very interesting statement. And I'm thinking about that in relationship to, um, in this culture, what people, some people think of as, you know, money being the root of all evil. They, they think mm-hmm. that's what was said. Um, mm-hmm. and could be. <laughs> could be. Could be the root. Exactly. And could be the, you How know, the road to heaven. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Actually, my teacher used to say that um, in the in the idea of money being being energy, that uh, the highest vibration in the metaphysical is love, mm-hmm. and the highest vibration in the physical is money. Mm. And 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 I, I I can as I feel into that, it, it's like taking out any of the judgment mm-hmm. and just receiving it as energy. Yes. A manifestation. And, yes, and money can heal people. Mm-hmm. The other day, I, uh, you know, I was given. Uh, somebody was so excited to see me, so he, he brought uh, one of your uh, fifty friends. <laughs> yeah, he brought <laughs> a big bag, and uh, at the bottom of the uh, um, uh, some some cookies, there was this envelope, and uh, when I opened it, it was a, a cash about ten thousand U.S. dollars. And I called him and he said he was so excited to sh- see me. So um, that was uh, the token of appreciation of meeting me. Oh. Okay, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And then two days later, I bump into uh, a person who, um, mother who's uh, having uh, health issues in her life. And she said, you know, I, have, I don't have money. What can I do? Okay, I have something uh, very good for you. And I took out the envelope. It was in my bag and just gave it to her. And then she was like, is this money, right? Yeah, it's real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's not fake money. And she cried and that was beautiful. Yes. And then for me, money comes in, money goes out that way. And That's I have no attachment. Yes, yes. And then money can heal people because with that $10,000, she can buy food uh, for a while. And, uh, you know, it could, uh, medical bills are much, much lower here. So she can do a lot of things for the next uh, six months. And who knows in that six months, it, has she received that? And has she received that as love? And it sounds like she did. Then who knows how that's going to open things up for her? Yeah. So money can heal people. I think money has the most powerful healing um, portion in it. Wow. So how, did, how, does, how do you think then about, um, for example, what, the, what some of the um, billionaires are doing Mm-hmm. in the U.S. in terms of the idea of giving back and, mm-hmm. and letting go of a lot of their fortunes? I think it's a great thing, and I think they know unless they do it, uh, they're going to uh, be a bad influence on them because money could be uh, violent to mm-hmm. some family members or some people who don't have the mental strength. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think they know instinctively and, and from their experiences that 
they have to uh, let go of certain money so they can still feel happiness. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you go into a small coffin, you can stash all the money <laughs> in the coffin. You know, there's a little space. So, right. <laughs> Even if you so, build a mausoleum. Yeah. So and that's why probably, you know, they built a pyramid or whatever <laughs> for that. Yes. But, uh, you know, so you when we were born into this world, we didn't have... Uh, you know, dollars in our <laughs> in our hands, and also when we go, we cannot take anything from here. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, smart people know, and uh, if if those billionaires had this uh, uh, intellect to create wealth, they also came up with this intellect that they should separate themselves from the money they created because mm-hmm. they could crash uh, their life. Mm-hmm. And they can do so much with it in by letting it go. Yes, so I, I really respect them, but I also uh, I respect people uh, who are struggling and and bringing food on the table for the family too. Mm-hmm. I have the enough, you know, the same type of respect. Yes, I don't think billionaires should get more credit, you know, than the oh. people or the parents who's who's struggling to get the uh, food on the table. Mm-hmm. I have the enough. Uh, a big respect for them because their money is happy money that is a source of caring Mm -hmm. and and for other people. And to go back to my brother, that's in a way, even though he's got that one place of where he's going to be judgmental about, Oh, it's a, you know, name brand that, you know, it's too expensive. What I see is how he shares his, his money. Yes. And it's beautiful. Yes. So you can tease him, you know, you have enough money. So, or just give my, uh, give, I, I wish I could give you a, co- a copy uh, for him. You know, I, I, I always give, you know, um, copies of my books for some people um, who, who are in need. And then if he reads it, oh, like, you know, I don't need to have this funny attachment. Mm-hmm. Like one of, one of the millionaires uh, couldn't let go of uh, soap. Uh, he has to, you know, use it all. Ah, yes. And then when the soap uh, became small, he attached the soul, the uh, small one, to the big one. <laughs> and then, and I, I told him, "Oh, sir, uh, you can, uh, you can, you can use ten soaps at one time." You know, it's so, okay. <laughs> yeah, so it's okay to uh, use a new soap, and but he still, you know, t- attached the small one to the big and the new one. I grew up that way. I understand that. You know, right. So, uh, but if you have millions of dollars, you can probably relax a little more and just yeah. let go. And you know what? I, I realized for myself, um, even if you don't have a million dollars, you can probably relax a little more about it. True. And you said that how we relate to money is how we relate to life. Yes. Yes. When you are in the scarcity mentality, my friend and my mentor, Lynn Twist, uh, said uh, in her book, Soul of Money, mm-hmm. so beautifully, we are living in a scarcity, you know, scarcity. Uh, um, so that's why we are so afraid, whatever we do. We're so afraid that if, you're gonna do, uh, if we are going to do the right thing, we are so afraid if what we, uh, what we have is enough, or we're so afraid that something bad is going to ha- happen to you. So uh, we choose to live in fear. And it's not a healthy attitude. Mm-hmm. But if you just um, um, keep your uh, focus on trust and sharing and caring, 
-hmm. you you even though you live in the same neighborhood you live in uh, the same house your view is uh totally different mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i encourage people to be brave enough to 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 look at the world in a different way just slightly can you trust a little more and a little more and a little more and then sometimes you just leap you know a leap of faith yes and it's always fun to risk um uh something usually pride uh, and you know mm -hmm. and and the worst situation is that uh you just you have to swim in the swamp of shame and and guilt and embarrassment and through it. naked mm -hmm. yeah that's the worst you know i've done that many times so but yes if you if you've done that you know nothing scares you yeah yeah so i'm so happy to share this knowledge uh i've given out my booklets um in japan uh, to two million people wow. you know physical ones so I, it cost me two million dollars mm -hmm. but i'm so happy to share this knowledge because uh, if you can, uh, if you can share some part of you, uh, the universe will respond. So I spent two million dollars by uh, by giving my my gift right first, but I I um, I've sold eight million, well, almost eight million copies. That means uh, in just book royalties only, I I got uh, ten million US dollars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you give, you receive. Yes, this is the universe. Okay. And, five times more yeah so i'm just giving once again you know more i constantly give and then uh whatever i give come back but i don't i don't even care because i have so much yeah and you're not I'm, counting you're not yeah. measuring and weighing mm -hmm. yes because my all the bills are paid uh automatically so i i'm i, I enjoy giving i enjoy receiving and mm -hmm. I, I feel like i'm in in this beautiful flow yeah. of happy feeling that's so that is so beautiful that that sense of flow because um some people i know have a much easier time receiving others mm -hmm. have a much easier time giving and a very difficult time receiving yes you're talking about the importance of both yes because by giving you complete the cycle of receiving mm -hmm. by receiving you're completing the cycle of giving yeah so if you give, 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 and don't receive, you are not, you know, um, you're not completing the cycle. Somebody has to receive, right? Yes. Yeah. So some people uh, who are bad at receiving are the ones who have to receive first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's so, the true essence of Thanksgiving. Yes, exactly. And I hope um, people start receiving more and giving more and uh, uh, start asking more help uh, because uh, when we uh, can give something even just this you know tiny little thing mm -hmm. um, we feel good so by receiving you're making somebody feel good so somebody have to receive yeah i want to ask you one more thing and that's about uh, parenting and mm -hmm. about what parents what you recommend that parents could teach or show their children about money Mm -hmm. Such an important so, thing. Yeah. So um, uh, parents, what they can do is to teach them the world is full of great things. Mm. So people are uh, genuinely nice. They will help you if they ask the right questions or uh, if you have the right attitude. So this place is not a scary place. Yeah. 
they're not trying to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. Most people are willing to support and give you give you help. And if you um, start exploring what you're good at and what people like you to do, you'll be doing well. So um, if you can find some gifts in your kids, um, I hope I, I encourage you to just support them. And there aren't many things that we can do. So um, uh, my daughter turned 21 and she's very happy and she's very confident. Uh, that means that um, whatever she does, she knows who she is and she's mm-hmm. content. So if you can just give your uh, kids support uh, for whoever he or she is, uh, whatever he or she is going to do, um, if you can give them full support, that means everything to them. You yeah. know, even though uh, you may not be able to support them financially, as long as you support them mentally or emotionally, mm-hmm. they 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 receive enough. Yeah. So you don't have to feel shame or uh, guilt around not being able to support them fully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so beautiful, Ken. Thank you. Thank you for Thank you. expanding on that because um, I know a lot of our listeners are parents and mm-hmm. I really want to do well by their children and acknowledge who they are and bring mm-hmm. them through into the world mm-hmm. with, with their yeah. intact. Yeah, don't do it too much. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, uh, whatever you know we do, is, if it's health or uh, money, uh, like overdoing something, it's not usually good. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, yes. Once they're like twelve or thirteen, I think you should really focus on your life. Ah. Yeah. If you do what you love and this kind of show, we have an expression in Japanese: uh, show your kids with your back. Oh. Teach teach your kids with your back, not yeah. not mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so people, uh, you know, kids look at uh, parents' back. Mm-hmm. That means like how they live from behind. Mm-hmm. And they learn something. So That's even very meaningful to me. Yeah, I love even that. Even if you teach something with your mouth, <laughs> uh-huh. kids don't believe it because, you know, they see your actions. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's meaningful to me because um, I guess because I've always gone after what I feel is important to do and to be. Mm-hmm. And, and in, in that, I hope that I have given my daughter who is 29, mm. that, that teaching mm-hmm. through, through my back. Yes. And also we're not perfect. So we make mistakes. So if we are, if we stay vulnerable, mm-hmm. if you're open, um, I apologize to my wife, my kid, uh, my child all the time, mm-hmm. uh, because I make mistakes and I, and, and I'm, uh, I do my best, but still <laughs> my best is not enough sometimes, at least for them. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, um, I'll do what I, what I can and see how, how it goes. Mm, yes. Yeah. But everything is based on love and sharing, you know, uh, uh, we can solve our misunderstandings one way or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Ken, um, I just want to mention again your book, your latest book, Happy Money, The Japanese Art of Making Peace with Your Money. Mm-hmm. And would you let our listeners know how to reach you? Where can they discover more about what you're teaching? So you can find all the information at uh, kenhonda.com. And I have a Facebook page and I'm teaching uh, online courses. So you can Google me. 
and you find online courses uh, uh, for free and some uh, uh, paid programs too. But uh, happy money is not a super uh, complicated science. It's just a, a matter of appreciation. Mm -hmm. So just uh, you know, start appreciating um, uh, in your life, and then see how it how it goes. Uh, appreciation um, really opens up a new door. Yeah. In a way, it, op it has the possibility of opening the flood floodgates. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Domo arigato gozaimasu, Ken. Thank you so much for having been Thank here. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate this time. And I hope all the listeners or uh, viewers, um, life will be fulfilled with lots of love and money and abundance. Thank That's my prayer. Thank you so much. And I'm so glad that you, our listeners, were with us here today at Wisdom Talk Radio for this really, I think, eye-opening um, experience of what's possible with our money. So remember, join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. You can find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening today, please leave us a review because that helps more people access the wisdom. And then for more about optimizing your connection with your creative intelligence, find me, Laurie Seymour, at thebacajourney.com. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. <music>